Welcome to PICGO Happenings. I'm your host, Diana McFarland. I'm here to give you a front row view of county government. All right, so we are back with Pitco Happenings after a, uh, say, about two-month hiatus while I was working on getting our new Pennsylvania County website launched, which that successfully launched on June 15th, still working out some new stuff and working through some kinks and adding adding new items and things like that. Uh, but it is it is launched and ready. Uh, so if you go to PennsylvaniaCountyVA.gov, you'll see our, our, our brand new site that is a, a lot more intuitive, has a lot more a lot more content, looks great on mobile. But yeah, anyway, so we're we are back with Pitco Happenings, back with our podcast. And, and today uh, we have with us Sheriff Mike Taylor. So Sheriff, thanks for being here. Thank you, Caleb. I appreciate the opportunity. Of course. So really excited to talk to you about this today. Um, I'm going to give a short overview of the little bit that I know, uh, and then I'm going to hand it over to you to let let you explain it in more detail. But I know that, you know, you all have school resource officers in the schools and partner with the schools to help make sure that the schools are safe. Um, And that's, you know, that's always been a priority. Obviously, there's a lot more attention on school safety right now with, you know, all the shootings that have happened recently, especially, you know, the horrible shooting last month at an elementary school in Texas. So I know that you guys partnered with the schools to get a, a grant through the Department of Criminal Justice Services in, in Virginia to get digital maps of all of the schools made up that, that first responders would have access to in the event of you know a shooting or, or any other kind of emergency, really. Tell me a little bit more sort of about that program, how that will help first responders, how that will help the schools, and, and, and sort of what, what, the, what the use for that is. Yeah, and, and I'll, I'll kind of start. We'll, we'll go back. You know, in times past, if you had an, an emergency at one of the schools, you know, the first thing you had to do was to to unroll the uh, the engineering design. That that meant that you had to keep keep these paper products somewhere. Uh, they were readily available. When you laid it across the hood of the car, you almost had to be an engineer, an architect, to read uh, what was in there. <laughs> right. Those plans weren't designed for a quick perusal, so to speak, mm-hmm. in an emergency situation. Right. So, because of the number of incidents across the country. The Department of Criminal Justice Services uh, obtained some funding, uh, and this is throughout Virginia. It was sort of first come, first serve. Uh, We we learned about this uh, early on, and uh, the schools wasted no time in working to get this this, uh, grant. But basically, the Department of Criminal Justice Service will pay up to $3,500 per school to Mm -hmm. send a vendor that does digital mapping. And they have a list of those uh, qualified vendors uh, to to pick from throughout mm-hmm. the state. Those vendors will come to the school, will come to our locality. They will visit each school and digitally map the layout of every school in this county, every public school. Mm-hmm. It's 10 elementary schools, four middle schools, four high schools, the and Career the and Technical career Center. Tech. And then the STEM Academy. And the STEM Academy, correct. Mm-hmm. When they complete that, we can put these footprints on in each one of our deputies' cars, uh, in the in-car computer. Mm-hmm. If you have a smartphone or iPhone, uh, there will be an app that you can pull that any particular school up in the case of an emergency, mm-hmm. and you can see the floor plan. That goes along with emergency uh, management, fire mm-hmm. and rescue, all of those agencies, the Virginia State Police that work in our county, the, uh, the local town police officers mm-hmm. that work in, in, in the county, they will have access to this. Well, even, I mean, I would imagine the schools themselves would benefit. The schools from themselves would benefit. We took it a step further with the schools because the schools are equipped 
with cameras throughout, of mm-hmm. course, for security reasons. And so they have given us the approval if sh- should we have an emergency, man-made or natural. In the event of an emergency, we will have first responders, law enforcement first responders, will have the availability to pull cameras at that particular school. Hmm. So, for instance, let's suppose we have an intruder and the school is on lockdown mm-hmm. and we get the alarm from the schools. We can, it from any smartphone, iPhone, uh, any technology we have, we can pull those cameras mm-hmm. and we can tell exactly where that person may be, try to figure out what the intent is right. while officers are en route uh, to that particular school. So, you know, you hate to use the word excited in something like this because we never want one of these things to happen here. However, I think the proper planning is incumbent upon us to have these things in place should we have them then we can have a proper and a and a readily available uh, response to it. And and this technology will help that. And I think, I mean, you mentioned, you know, whether it's a, you know, intruder or a shooter or, or you know, other disaster, you know, this right. isn't just for, this isn't just helpful for if there's a, an active shooter situation, which as you said, hopefully that never happens in Pennsylvania County. But there are many other situations where, it would be helpful for you all to have those floor plans and, and be able to, to access that information. That, absolutely. Quickly. Absolutely. And I was just reading some statistics the other day. In 21, the shooting incidents went up across this nation 52% from 20. That's a staggering number. Uh, and, and within those percentages lies so many devastating stories for families. So anything that we can do to reduce that risk, uh, we, want to, we want to partner with anyone we can to try to do that. And I know, you know, obviously there, there is a lot more attention on this, a lot more emphasis on this, because as right. you said, you know, the numbers are going up and a lot of these, especially recently, have been very high profile and just horrific. But talk to me about what, what else you guys have in place, what other measures you guys have in place and what other um, things that you do to help partner with the schools to ensure that, you know, the students there are kept safe, whether that be just having school resource officers on hand or, or other ways that you guys partner with the schools in this way. Yeah, and again, I mean, each year of the, the schools and law enforcement, first responders, they revisit their security plan to make sure that what their policy and their protocols are in place are number one up to date, that it's meeting the technology requirements, just simple things, doing school audits, stopping by to see if one of our personnel can walk through a back door without being detected. And, and that's not to point fingers at anyone. It's just to say, hey, we, we need to really pay attention. When we're talking about security issues, we really need to pay attention to what we have in place. Mm-hmm. Just, just something as simple as not uh, propping a door open, as we found in the instance in, in Texas. And again, not pointing any fingers. We're human. However, we, we subconsciously have to have these things in the back of our minds. You know, years ago, uh, our office, um, along with many volunteers, parents, uh, teachers groups, uh, we approached our board of supervisors with putting into the budget language for our yearly budget a school resource officer in every school in this county. It was a big ask. I mean, that's a that's a perpetual cost every year. We just did not have the funding. 
It was some somewhere at that time. It was somewhere around a million dollars, which most would be local tax dollars. We will approach that again. Yes, we had we have uh, nine positions, but we have right now seven SROs. But however, during the day, our officers are visiting these schools on a unannounced schedule. We have instructed our personnel that when the whenever they're in a the area of a school to stop at that school, use that as a base of operation, so to speak, to stay in that area during the day, especially if that school, if we do not have an SRO assigned at that school, mm-hmm. to have that presence there. That, that's our responsibility is to make sure those the staff is secure, the administration is secure, and the students. Mm-hmm. So we put some measures, some stopgap measures in place until we can really start using this technology that's coming our way. Mm-hmm. We have some other things in the works. There is some school resource officer grants that are going to come available. Mm-hmm. The localities have to agree after the fourth year to pick those positions up. And, and the board is aware of that. And mm-hmm. and, and I'll, I'll say this when, when I'm talking about our board. Our board has been more than gracious in listening to the need. They, they've been open to it. They want to do it. And if it's any way that they can financially meet those needs they will do that for our community right mm-hmm. and just for for those listening for you know who may not know the sheriff is an elected elected official as are the board of supervisors and sort of you know the sheriff manages his side of things which is you know the law enforcement and the jail and the board of supervisors sort of manages the county budget as a whole so that's that's just sort of how i guess what that relationship is let, let me let me say that let me say this too caleb in this last session of the legislature, the Virginia Sheriff's Association, we supported a bill in the House. The state would have provided funding for every school, every public school in Virginia to have an SRO. It didn't gain any traction this year mm-hmm. because there were so many other issues going on. But that will be revisited next year, mm-hmm. I can tell you. Right. Uh, when they reconvene in January, that will probably be one of the top priorities that the Virginia Sheriff's are trying to push through, mm-hmm. al- along with several other uh, law enforcement associations, Virginia State Police, mm-hmm. Chiefs of Police. So it's a. Uh, if, if I would say anything to those that may be listening, uh, reach out to your delegate, reach out to your senator, uh, and say, you know, if you want to put a priority on something in this, because we are vested in our children, and it's incumbent upon us to have a safe learning environment. Parents are not sitting at home all day worrying about whether the child's going to be able to get on the bus and come home that afternoon. Right. We will be, our office, and this will probably be uh, end of August, 1st of uh, September, uh, we'll be doing a tabletop on reunification, the reunification process. Should we have a, an incident at the schools, that we'll bring a whole host of agencies and representatives uh, to the table uh, and getting the training out to the parents on if, if we have an event, you know, we may not, we may ask you don't come to the school, but we will be able to direct you to a, a location where we will reunify you with your, with your uh, child. So we have, we have several things in the works as far as school safety. You know, on that topic of school safety, I know we have the 1% sales tax increase on the ballot in November and a lot of what they want to use that for is even like the the front door structure so that there is a safe area where they can sort of 
what's the word a, a, a vestibule right yeah. where yeah. so that all of our schools actually have that i guess barrier so that people can't just walk in that's right investment that would be covered by this one percent sales tax that would just another step to help keep you know the students and the staff safe at these schools there's a couple other things i just when we're talking about school safety that, that I, I want to mention in, 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 in talking about school safety let me say this should we have an event we're coming to the threat our, our men and women will, are coming to the threat. We've instructed them, we've trained them, and we reinforce what our role is uh, to all of our deputies and all of our administrators. We're going to stop that threat. I know in some cases there is, after the event, we find that sometimes law enforcement don't always do the, the right thing. And we pray that we have an event like this, that, that our training will kick in and we will do exactly what we're supposed to do. That's what our goal is. That's good to know that you guys are, are preparing for those events. You know, I, and I know there's a lot more, too, that you, you can't share as far as, you know, how you guys prepare for those events and tactics and all of that. But that's it is good to know that our sheriff's office is preparing for those events, looking into new resources to help better respond to whether it be a shooting or a natural disaster, or even just, you know, a student, you know, passes out that you would have the map of the school to be able to get right to where they are quickly. You know, those, those sorts of things. Um, it's good to see that you all are preparing and working on that and, and want to be as quick and as responsive and as I guess to do, to do the right thing in every, each, each one of those situations. So, um, well, Sheriff, I think that's that's all the time we got for today. I mean, is, is there anything else on that topic that you'd want to add or think it's important that people know? Well, and listen, I appreciate the time that we can use this to, to, to get our, our message out. I would ask that if any parent or a staff member at the school or a student, if they have concerns or, or questions uh, as we put these processes in place, to please call us and let us know. We want the students to have a great year, school year. We want to keep them safe. That's that's our that's our objective is to keep those children safe. And by the grace of God, we're going to do that's it. Good. That's a good goal to have. So, Sheriff, I really appreciate it. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Pitco Happenings. I hope you learned something informative. If you have a question or want to make a comment, give me a call or send a text to 434-489-8739.